Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined in the studio by a guest. I'm joined by Dee Moore, who is creator of Diary of a Kidney Warrior, which is Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast uh, in partnership with Kidney Care UK. Good afternoon, Dee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for coming to the studio uh, today uh, to chat about uh, about what you're doing. Um, Dee, I've known you a really long time. Yes. Yes. Um, so we've got to remember that the people uh, that we're chatting to don't know um, things about you, and we want to make sure that we're not. I'm not just presuming they know things. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, and can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yes. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Dee Moore, and I host a podcast called Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. And this was born out of my own journey with kidney disease I have stage four kidney disease and I was diagnosed in 2018 and I decided in 2019 to start sharing my journey online and then in 2020 um, after a suggestion from my husband he suggested that I try doing a podcast and I started Diary Kidney Warrior podcast in August of 2020 so that's the overall view of, of what's happened and how I started. And how do you f- feel talking about such personal things in a podcast? And how did you get into the habit of doing that? Um, I think when I decided to share my journey online, I was looking at what was available at that time. And I didn't see what I needed available at that time. So I thought... I I took a really long think, like, why would I want to share something so personal? But then I thought, you know, everything happens for a reason. I thought something good must come out of this situation because my journey into kidney, my kidney disease journey was really, really difficult. And so I wanted something good to come out of it. And I thought, well, it's, it's important for me to share what I'm going through because it might help somebody else that's going through it too and for me if somebody was helped and encouraged then it wasn't all for nothing when you're getting reactions from people on social media and you're on social media on so all social medias um, when you're <laughs> when you're getting reactions for people on social media um is it you that's reading those messages and what's been the difference in feedback yes i read all of the the feedback that i get and people have said varying things, like um, somebody said that um, it helped them through, um, you know, 2021. And people have said that um, they've learned more from the podcast than X amount of years of hospital appointments. Um, I, I put a tweet out once asking people, has the podcast helped you? And... Um, Someone replied that it's helped them more than I'll ever know. And it's really touching when I hear things like that because it can be very challenging doing a podcast. There's a lot of work that goes into it that people don't realise, that people don't see. And obviously when you release it, you don't know who's listening, if anyone's listening at all. So to get that feedback is always really encouraging. And, And like I said, to hear that people are actually being helped by the information I'm sharing just makes it all worth it. 
What sort of technical things have you been doing yourself? Because I know that you've been utilising skills that you've already had and then channeling those skills into creating a podcast. So tell us a little bit about what you already had sort of experience-wise in terms of transferable skills. Transferable skills-wise, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, um, I act as well. And so I've written plays as well. So I've definitely been a creative person for a a long time, as you know. (laughs) Um, And I think that in terms of how I use my voice, you know, um, how to relate to people, all of that, my experience. So in my day job, I work for the NHS. So I have the, the clinical experience as well. So when I look at the journey to this point, like every every single one of the skills that I developed in terms of creative arts and even in my day job has come together um, to help me. So it's like coming into it, I, I learned how. So in terms of what I do myself, I record the interviews myself, I edit them and I do everything myself pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of the the technical side of it all. Um, so I've learned to edit over time. I hats off to editors. That's all I have to say. It's they have and um, they do an incredible job, and um, it's very difficult and it takes a lot of time. But it, again, it's worth it. It's weird the amount of things that you have to do to make it sound like there's no issues in the edit. Absolutely, it's so bizarre <laughs> because you're trying to make things sound as smooth as possible, and then you can hear little things and you you try and edit them out, and then you think, well, does that sound? Right, or are you just imagining it sounds right? And that I, I, I've had that experience myself when I've been doing the editing, um, which, which has been the biggest stumbling block in terms of uh, creating these podcasts. Um, sometimes it's difficult to uh, to pull it together in terms of organising it because some of the guests that I have, well, half of my content is with fellow kidney warriors, mm-hmm. and the other half is with clinicians. So half the content, people are sharing their stories on their experiences and what they've learned and sharing advice, etc. And then the other half is from the, the clinical side, from, you know, transplant surgeons and nurses and psychologists and all different clinicians. But sometimes, obviously, you're dealing with patients, so they can be, they might be ill, so you've got to reschedule. Um, it's, it's basically having to be really flexible and think on your feet when you have to cancel this and switch things around and, yeah, all part of that. And what, what's been the longest you've been between asking someone to be a guest and then becoming the guest on your show? The, ter- the turnaround varies because I get, I get requests from different people to come on the podcast, so yeah, I think the biggest gap is actually between someone requesting to come on there and then the process that that takes. And then, them, you know, me doing the interview. That must be when someone's requested to come on the podcast, that must have been a, a moment for you when you're suddenly looking, going, someone wants to come on and I've not asked them, but they've come to me. Um, how did that feel to be in that position when that started to happen? It was a it was it was a compliment because people are not going to ask to be part of something that they don't value. So it really showed me that what I was I was on the right track and that I was putting content out there that people in my situation could relate to. Mm. And I really want to give a platform because when 
when you've been a patient for a very long time, sometimes people can feel very isolated or feel like no one's listening to them, like mm. their voice has been lost and that their whole world and whole life has been consumed, in a sense, by their by their condition, by their disease. So it's nice to give somebody the opportunity to share something that, you know, there's been more than once where guests have said that I haven't even told my family this. So their family are hearing it for the first time on the podcast. So it's definitely giving people an opportunity to share something that maybe they haven't been able to share with even those who are the closest to them. So, yeah, it's a compliment. I think that's really lovely that people feel confident enough to do that as well and share those uh, personal personal moments with you as well. Um, I'm hugely proud of you doing this. Oh, thank you. And (laughs) I uh, have heard interviews that you've done I see you on social media, creating the videos and, uh, again, making it look like it's been done in one take. <laughs> when I know the amount of time and effort that goes into it again. Um, do you think that uh, people uh, and, and now recognising you even further, the partnership that you had with Kidney, Kidney Care UK, uh, I know was a big achievement for you. Um do you think that really helps solidify what you're doing and, and helping people understand your journey and then help coming to terms with their own journey? Yes. I mean, the partnership with Kidney Care UK for me was like the ultimate seal of approval. I mean, the, the UK's like leading kidney patient support charity. So for them to, to see the value in what I do and to be saying, you know what, let's work together to reach kidney patients across the UK and, and across the world, because um, the podcast is international, um, it, it, it was it was just an amazing feeling. I can't express enough. Like I'd be, I was recording content about that, and I'd always be in tears because I was just so happy that you know that we started working together. So yeah, I mean, it, it does it does show that what I'm talking about is credible, and yeah, it's just an amazing opportunity. Can you tell us a little bit about the interview that has gone out as we're doing the interview today? Uh, you've published a big interview today uh, with uh, a, a radio a DJ. Yes, it's my first celebrity interview. Fantastic. And yeah, so um, today's episode is um, an interview with DJ Ace, who is a DJ on BBC One Extra. Mm-hmm. And he shares his Kidney Warrior story. Uh, he talks about um, his transplant. He received a, a kidney transplant and we we talk about his story. And yeah, it's just, I'm just really excited about that. So yeah, please do check out the interview with DJ Ace. I am. I'm going to be listening to it myself. Um, in general, your interviews uh, seem to last about 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, but some can be a lot shorter. Yes. And some can be so long interviews that you split them into more than one podcast. Um, how do you judge the, how those conversations go? I always say that the interview should be as shouldn't be longer than it needs to be or shorter than than it should be. So I kind of gauge it according to the content. I think as you start to talk, you 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 can feel whether it should be longer or shorter. So I try and gauge it that way, and I try and ask the questions that will get the information. Um, as clear and as concisely as possible because I really don't like to waffle and 
you know, I appreciate that someone's taking their time out of their day to listen to this. So I'm trying to to give the information like quickly, concisely and accurately. This this show, the show that I do, Bromera, is uh, about people use their social media and how they use social media as well. My dad would describe us as playing around on social media. <laughs> uh, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, what your um, adventures on social media have been like and how you progressed with that and what sort of things you enjoy sharing on social media? I started with the, the vlog. So at first it was talking to the camera and I didn't I didn't really enjoy that fully because there was no it wasn't a two way thing. There yeah. was no interaction. So it was me talking to the camera and sharing my journey, what I was learning and what was happening as it was happening. So it kind of it grew from there. I have a really weird kind of dry sense of humor. So sometimes I might share some like jokes or, or whatever. But generally, my content is around encouraging people, because going back to what I said, you know, being a kidney warrior is a difficult journey. Yeah. There's so many side effects and, and things that affect you on a daily basis, depending on what stage of kidney disease you're at. The, the, the symptoms can be quite extreme. You have a lot of hospital appointments. You have a lot. You have a lot to deal with. Yeah. And so I like to encourage people from from where I'm at. So if, you know, something's happening and it's not that great, I'm still trying to look for that silver lining in the cloud and always trying to encourage people. So if you go to my page, you'll always see something on there that will be uplifting and encouraging because that's just, that's what I love to do. I just love to encourage people. Um, you know, it's one, that's what I'm about. And I was challenged when I was going through um, a very difficult time um, in 2019, my consultant told me in May 2019, he believed that I was six months away from dialysis. Wow. And I immediately was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to prove you wrong. God's going to prove you wrong. I'm not going to be on dialysis in six months time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I left there quite defiant, like this isn't going to happen. And and and. But then after then, I, I felt it, the emotions kind of hit me and I was really upset. And I went to see my um, health coach and she said something that changed my life and really you know, just gave me that fire back. And she said, Dee, you need to choose to live. And I want you to say those words, I choose to live. And that has been my motto ever since. I say at the end of every episode, and I always encourage people, choose to live. We, No one knows how long they have on this earth. And my my thing is, I have a saying that is, if you've got one day to live, you can spend that one day that you have angry and regretful or you can send you can spend that one day living every single moment and that's what I'm trying to do and that's what I'm trying to encourage people to do it's a really tough journey but your mindset towards it also helps make it that bit easier to take one step in front of the other and that's all you have to do just take that one step in front of the other keep going and choose to live that's amazing absolutely amazing that's made me smile so much. Thank you so much. Um, Dee Moore, we can find you on all the socials. Uh, so I only wrote down a few of them, but I'm going to see what I can say. So uh, you can go to Twitter, Diary of a Kidney W yes. on Twitter. Instagram, Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Uh, check out on TikTok, YouTube. Any others that you're on? I think that's all of them. So Facebook. 
Oh, Facebook. I didn't say Facebook. Yes. Facebook as well. Uh, and also we can find you on Podbean, Spotify. You can just say Alexa play diary of a kidney warrior podcast yes and it will just find it yes uh, then you can go on to amazon and apple podcast as well that is a lot of places people can find you and lots more iheart <coughs> radio tune in radio all those apps as well that's brilliant uh d i'm so impressed with your journey i'm so uh, your strength of fighting uh your journey and showing other people how they can be strong is so inspiring and I'm going to shut up now before I say anything that's going to embarrass me and make me cry. Uh, thank you so much. Um, you can find out more about Dee from her Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast in partnership with Kidney Care UK. Dee, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.